live episode of Alcoholics. I'm your host, Terrain Lyrics. Um, in these live episodes, instead of um, going through the news of the week as we usually do, we will be covering specific topics. Um, so let's do a let's get a couple of things clear. Um, one, uh, <laughs> I, I tried to say this a lot. This isn't going to be like a last week tonight situation where I dive super deep into it, mostly because I don't have researchers and writers to do it for me. So it's going to be a lot more stripped down. Um, and two, yes, I'm going to be drinking while this is happening. However, um, for because I think I would like to talk about like really important things or more important things than uh, just the the random you know news of the week uh, that we usually do, I will be drinking a lot less, so I'm way more coherent. Um, in, including uh, I won't be uh, starting until the actual episode starts unless we do a special like uh, live uh, power hour, which is very possible. So this will be my first, uh, this will be my first sip of the, uh, of the night. I am joined, um, by frequent guest, awesome person and alcoholics debate correspondent, Jess Britton. Jess, how are you? Hi, Terrain. I'm good. I like that. I'm an awesome person. Yeah. That really just made me happy. I we gotta, to... gotta throw that in. Of course. Add that to my bio. <laughs> Alcoholics uh, debate correspondent is already in my bio, so <laughs> that's covered. But it does not say anything about being an awesome person, so I'm gonna have to add that. Uh, so I'm okay, though. that's I'm okay. that's good. I, I how what have how has um the recent um uh the recent unfortunate news regarding COVID becoming more prevalent and essentially reaching like a third or fourth spike. I don't know how many fucking spikes we have. Um, How many waves are we going to have? Yeah. How, how has that been going for you? Have you been dealing with that? Oh, it's been really great. Um, You know, always, always a big fan of uh, (laughs) pandemic Uh health crisis. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Uh, Sammy is here. Sorry. Sammy comes. It's part of my rider. Yeah. Uh, Sammy is included in all of my uh, video correspondence now. So Sammy says hello to everyone. She, Sammy is digging. That's the, true. Uh, uh, it's not visible on here because, but it does say Sammy is included. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> he feels really special and you know, he thanks you too. Um, yeah, Sammy's digging the, the COVID situation though. Cause it means that I did, like leave my house a lot less. Yeah. So he is always participating yeah. in everything, whether I, th- I wanted to or not. I've been working at home since like March. I don't, I think maybe yeah, Fe- March somewhere on there, April, something. May- I don't honestly, I don't remember. Um, yeah, t- time, good. time doesn't work anymore. I don't know what time is anymore. Um, but I've been working from home, um, and I think that my cats are like my. I don't think they under. I don't know if obviously they don't get what's going on. Maybe I don't know, but I think they really. They're really smart. They're smart. <laughs> they're smart cats. I think they very much enjoy having one person home all the time, um, yeah. which is pretty cool. Uh, I they I I always like you know if you're having a stressful day at work, um, even if you're working from home, it's it's really cool to have just like a little furry friend come up and just cuddle you for no reason yeah no i agree and like for me like i'm still working 
like I'm still out, but like then the rest of the time I'm home, which like, you know, I'm usually pretty busy. So I'm like never ever home normally. Mm. Um, but now I just literally sit and talk to people on zoom and it has gotten to the point that like everyone from action together northeast pa knows sammy and they just call him because they're jerks um and they'll call him because if he hears his name he thinks he's a dog if he hears his name he'll be like oh my god people my fans need to see me i better participate so so he so he answers it, to his name he's become yeah he knows his name he's he's ridiculous um but yeah he has a fan base now and <laughs> like i i think he's more popular than i am with with everybody that i work with so i mean i get it he's he is pretty cool when yeah. he's not being a pain oh like, yeah it's like it's like i remember i posted some like really funny joke about one of my cats desmond and then there's like some people who took all the time, like uh, just a, an unreasonable amount of effort to people. defend Desmond for like seemingly people. no reason. I was one of those people. I don't know why you came for him like that. My cat is a dick. Donald Trump. <laughs> like your cat is not a Donald Trump level dick. No, like, that's my just rude. My cat's a small nuisance, and my and the president is a big catastrophe i get that they're different but like <laughs> but like it's still funny your <laughs> first desmond and donald trump are different yep wildly different Breaking i news. i truly Breaking. think desmond is more competent anyway so this uh before we start before we start one last question um mm -hmm. uh how was your uh thanksgiving this year I know, you know, a lot of people had to do a more stripped down uh, uh, virtual Thanksgiving. Um, was your still enjoyable, if it has ever been enjoyable, not to assume it has? Yeah. <laughs> well, when we're not recording. Uh, <laughs> no, no, normally Thanksgiving is, is good. But like this year, like, I mean, we just stayed home. It was just three of us, uh, you know, my husband and my stepson and myself. Well, four of us, if you count Sammy. Um, but he's always home. He never goes anywhere. Mm -hmm. um, but honestly, we like made dinner and then like laid on the couch and watched Marvel movies. So Ooh, okay. I gotta say, it was not bad. What <laughs> like, movies? It wasn't bad. What movies did you watch? Um, what did we watch? We watched. We did like three of them. We did. Cause we've been just kind of doing like a rewatch of the whole thing. Mm -hmm. um, so I think we ended up watching, we watched Ultron and then we watched whichever one comes after that civil war. Is that the one that comes after that? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I, I really am. I'm blanking, which is wild. Cause I like, I love that. Uh, love those movies a lot. <laughs> and, well, and then like we watched what I refer to as the funny Thor movie. So oh, like, Ragn we did a yes, that order. You there know what go. I mean? Like that's the, where we are in the sequence. So good, good, good. Yeah, uh, that one's really, really. Uh, Ragnarok is really, really, really good. And it is like it makes me laugh out loud. Not that many movies make me laugh out loud. It makes me forgive them for the first two that they gave us or three. That's fair. That That's were fair. just like just straight garbage. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum being involved in anything like levels it up like five different five levels. So. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Um, okay, so let's get started with the topic that we are um, uh, chatting about today. We're going to talk about crisis pregnancy centers. Um, uh, they have numerous names, I believe. One is uh, Crisis Pregnancy Center. I, one is um, Pregnancy Resource Center, I believe. Um, yeah. We're kind of going to talk about the the overview of what they actually are versus what they um, uh, masquerade as um and um kind of that and and speaking of last week tonight i uh <laughs> uh i wanted to pick this topic because we had talked about this uh in a previous episode i don't think we like went too uh deep into it but we had talked about it and i'm like these are really interesting because they are incredibly dangerous for you know women who are seeking care and um <laughs> Turns out he fucking did it. Um, so <laughs> if <laughs> I didn't think about it, I did. I I just like kind of realized that today on this date. Um, so one, oops. Two, don't go watch that one. Watch this, then no, watch that one. Turn on and just I'll be right back. Like, no, 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 you can't go. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, but they mention they mention Schuylkill County in that one, and I grew up there. <laughs> Oh, great. But probably, that's probably not No, great. they mentioned no. it because of the way that they're talked about, the, the way that um, crisis pregnancy presenters are talked about in media, which I think maybe we should start there. Um, yeah. They sometimes are, like, billed as, uh, you know, healthcare centers for women. Um, can you, do you, I, I, let me start with this. Have you ever had to like, uh, on like a, on a like work level, I know that you, uh, I at least have been told, uh, that you previously, um, worked for with Planned Parenthood question mark. Um, okay. So I, I wanted to make sure I got that right. Uh, turns out my fact, uh, my, uh, researcher knows all about you. Um, have you ever had to deal with a, uh, uh, place like that an organization like that so the thing about it is like when like in my work with Planned Parenthood honestly I didn't where I've come across it is more my work locally here mm -hmm. um because there there is one of these places uh with the name that you would just expect it to have it's called mm -hmm. your loving choices mm -hmm. um right in Bloomsburg. So like my dealings with this sort of thing, you know, are more people who are local who have gone there or who have inquired about going there, who don't really know what it is, but that experience is echoed from pretty much anyone who works, works either for Planned Parenthood or in any other sort of reproductive health, um, capacity because it is really hard to find um reproductive health care yeah and it is really hard to find that if you either don't have health insurance can't wait to get into your doctor if you do have health insurance or any number of things that are always a problem with the healthcare system but when in reproductive health care where time is always of the essence and mm -hmm. it's always it it can often be a little bit more um difficult yeah uh to deal with these problems then like if you sprain your ankle you go to the doctor it's like not that simple right. in these situations so yeah it's it's it, unfortunately they're everywhere and if they were honest about what they were doing and what their agenda was and that they're not necessarily 
a healthcare facility in the strictest sense, yeah. it would be different, but that's not what they do. And and to be I I believe in in uh reality like most of them um when you get down to their actual definition that they call themselves uh like when you get to when you actually get past all the layers of the nonsense they actually can't truly a lot of them can't call themselves healthcare facilities they 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 like try to make sure they they uh stay behind a certain line so that they cannot be deemed as healthcare uh healthcare providers so that they don't have to um deal with some of the regulations that um other health like actual healthcare providers would have to deal with which is like the irony of that is so like unbelievably staggering because mm -hmm. those sorts of regulations are exactly the thing that have put so many legitimate reproductive health care facilities um, in jeopardy mm -hmm. and, you know, has put some of them, you know, out of business or has made them change their locations. And a lot of the regulations are put in place specifically to do that. So the fact that these places often go, well, we don't want to be subjected to those rules. So we're not going to, define ourselves that way plus the fact that some of them just like there's not any there aren't any healthcare professionals working there right which is like kind of an important thing for a facility that's claiming to have something to do with healthcare. um you know so a lot of them try to build themselves as counseling centers yeah but it's counseling with a very very specific agenda yeah. it's usually. yes usually with counseling you you get uh you don't have an an exact end goal every time which yeah. is what they have and um the yeah. like and it, it's and it sucks because i think there are some people who like genuinely want to help people what make what they think is the best choice mm -hmm. but the moment that you restrict what the real options are for mm. someone else it's disingenuous and it's deceitful and you know it doesn't matter what your intentions are you if you cannot provide the best counsel that both as a physician and as a even as a counselor if that's what you're trying to you know trying to bill yourself as yeah. if you're not really giving people their options and letting them know that you have that goal too because mm -hmm. that's part of it like it's just it's just kind of gross yeah and and it's it's rough when it's helped by like a media narrative right like they are often uh mentioned in the same vein of like a planned parenthood right of a clinic that actually provides um health care <laughs> for women and reproductive right. reproductive care for yeah. um women and trans folks and and people who need that care like they're not they're not equivalent but when you hear about them a lot of a lot of like the you have to actually like look into it to know that there is a that there is a big difference. Uh, and yeah. and uh, to your point about um, uh, uh, like centers that actually ha uh, perform, you know, reproductive care, uh, you're the talking about laws that are shaped around those to try to um, destroy them is absolutely accurate. Like you see uh, there, um, the, the, the right, uh, the political right doesn't like regulations at all unless it has the ability to potentially close an abortion clinic. Then you have to have a specific hallway length or a hallway width. Uh, like there, there are just small things that they use 
to yep. uh, potentially um, get rid of the ability for someone to uh, seek that kind of care because you don't agree with that kind of care. Yeah. Well, and again, it's like never doctors, right? Like that's yep. the other thing, you know what I mean? Like in, in most medical, well, I guess after this year, I guess I can't even say that where, you know, normally you would want to defer to the opinion of doctors, but it's 2020. So we don't, that has gone right out the window. Let me tell you something, doctors, go fuck yourselves. We're not I mean, listening to you. Yeah. Like that is sort of how everything feels right now. Because honestly, if you get a medical degree on Facebook about whatever, you know, masks, for mm -hmm. example, you know, any sort of epidemiology, I know a ton of people who have gotten those Facebook degrees uh, <laughs> in the last eight months. Yeah. Um, everyone's a doctor and a public health expert now. Mm -hmm. So I guess nine, you know, nine to 12 months ago i would have said well you should listen to doctors but at this point yeah. i'm like i don't know i guess we don't do that now. yeah small side note it is wild that like the top epidemiologist is like hey we need to do certain things like stay home and wear masks and uh try not to blah 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 and like that's somehow rivaled by uh, oh, right, but my buddy from eighth grade, Chet, shared this video from, from YouTube, and they're on the same playing field. <laughs> so who knows what you can believe? Like, mm -hmm. that's the thing that gets me. And this is not what we're talking about, but, no. like, it is what we're talking about We're right taking now. detours. Go ahead. <laughs> like, the fact that it's like, well, who knows? Who knows what you can believe? And it's like, no, if you right. know what a reliable source is, mm -hmm. then you do know what you can believe. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure why that's complicated to people, mm -hmm. but it's complicated to a very specific demographic of people mm -hmm. that I bet you could guess. I'm not, we can, them. but I'm not going to. They might be watching. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, and and to your point, like one of the one of the, I think an incredibly important thing is you know where to actually find um, reliable sources. Reliable sourcing is incredibly important, and and we're hopefully going to do an episode on um, reliable sourcing and just you know uh, news literacy. Uh, at your at your suggestion, I believe, because I think you had said something about it, but someone else had also talked to me about it. And yeah. I think it's an amazing topic that we will do at some point down the line. Let's get back to this one, though, because um, <laughs> I'm I'm trying to stay on point, but we're going to. It goes right back to reliable sources, yeah. though. And like and it, it does, you know, unfortunately, this is another example of a time when people think that the source of information and the source of resources that they are getting is legitimate and reliable mm -hmm. and complete because that's the thing. Like it, you, you want people to know what all of their options are. Right. And when you're saying, well, actually this is your only option, mm -hmm. whether that's what's best for your health, that's rude, Sammy, whether that's what's best for your health um, or not, we have, already decided like you said when you go into it with one goal mm -hmm. and you're not willing to consider any of the other options it's just it's it's just irresponsible and it's it's dangerous mm -hmm. and and to to kind of uh put a button on it uh when 
you know, they're when they're still billed as the same thing as a healthcare center that'll actually give you all of your options and help you through whichever one you you would you think is is most beneficial for you. Um, that it, it in itself is incredibly dangerous, right? Like you're not getting the care that you should be getting. It, it's it's a, it's a, it's akin to going to a doctor saying that you have a problem and that doctor ignoring it and saying you have a different problem and we'll deal with that problem instead right like it's not it's not a it's not a complete like your your care is important and what you think about what you what will affect you for the rest of your life is very important and that needs to be taken uh, into account when you go to a healthcare facility and it should actually be a healthcare facility and that's the thing, like, and, and it's in the, so I, you know, I mentioned the, the place that exists locally and, and the word choices is in the name, which to me just makes it like even more insidious, Yes, you know, and like a lot of, a lot of these places have these sorts of, of names, right? Yeah. Where a lot of like, them use the, uh, the word choice in the, yes, in the name on purpose. Um, I learned that from the John Oliver episode. Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> well, we can confirm that because there's one like down the road, you know. Yep. So, um, you know, and that's, you know, as as someone who's been a reproductive health advocate for a really long time, like that just like makes my skin crawl mm-hmm. um, because you know they're not presenting the people who go in there with adequate information and accurate information about birth control, about abortion options, about pregnancy options, you know, because that's the other thing. Like you also want someone who is well-versed in healthcare to be saying, okay, here's what, how your pregnancy can go. Mm-hmm. Like if that's the choice that you're making, you want a respected healthcare professional right. being the person giving you that information, not someone who's like hiding behind a weird name and is calling themselves a counselor. Like it's not, it's just like medically, it's so irresponsible, but they're also, you know, not usually doctors or nurses. Mm-hmm. So you know, it, it's just bad on so many different levels. Yeah. And it it's frustrating because it they prey on people who are often already in a really vulnerable state. Yeah. Whether it's financially, emotionally, psychologically, any of those things, obviously physically. Um and when when you do that, like I just I don't know. I, I just feel like that is just like an extra level of deceitful yeah. when you're preying on someone because you know they're in a heightened emotional and physical state like that's mm-hmm. just not okay and uh that is a good um segue into um how they continue to to prey on uh folks who who are looking for um all, all sorts of care like and let's be clear it's not like you like you said it's not just people seeking an abortion right like it, it's it's the fact that they they need that healthcare professional to actually speak to um so that they are speaking with a healthcare professional about their healthcare right like I know I'm repeating a lot of the words but that's cuz no, they're super important yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so one of the things that they do is uh, like they, they do a lot of different insidious things. Um, one of which is they don't always outright tell you that they don't 
perform abortions. So there are, um, you know, folks who need that care, um, who need that specific service, uh, call a place uh, like something that has the word choices in it, which implies, you know, the choice that you, that you are seeking at that time. Um, and ask about it. They are not um, in, in a lot of, uh, in a lot of uh, situations, they're not outright told. No, they're not outright told. We don't perform this service. Um, and they do that to get them into the door so they can push all sorts of other, um, uh, other things on them, including, you know, those kinds of tactics that like, uh, those kinds of, how do I put this? Um, intim- not, I, I, I'm trying to not say, I don't want to say intimidation, but essentially tugging at heartstrings, right? Like, uh, like manipulation. manipulation. Thank you. How the fuck did I not think of anyway? Yeah. Um, manipulation. So they'll, that's why you're, you're here to help. You're here to help me out. You're my thesaurus. Thank you. Um, so they'll, so they'll do things that, that, uh, you know, are, are emotionally manipulative, like say like things like, oh, you're a mother, you wouldn't want to kill your child. And, and it's like, not, (laughs) it, it, it actively emotionally manipulates, um, a person who needs this service for one reason or another. And we're not like, let's be clear. Um, and I want to be clear about something about about the show as itself. Like I'm going to be unapologetically progressive i am unapologetically progressive i've i've done that we've are we've if you listen to the actual show you know what the fuck's up but like this is one of the things that like i'm not going to question why someone needs this service (laughs) like that is not in that is not in that's not for anyone to decide but that person and their healthcare professional (laughs) so So, like, I'm not going to decide, uh, I'm not going to, like, say what's a good reason, what's a bad reason. That It's nothing to fucking do with me. If someone is saying, I need this because I can't be a parent right now, that's a good enough fucking reason, and it should be for anybody. Uh, so, like, <laughs> to, to emotionally manipulate someone out of a decision that they, that they feel that they need to make is wrong. Th- your thoughts i don't really have no. an- <laughs> yeah, no. like hard agree <laughs> yeah i mean well and it's and it's like a lot of there's so many levels of the deception like the level starts at the name the level goes to you know if like like you said um a lot of times people are not told when they call okay that's not a service that this facility provides it's like will come in for for a consult mm-hmm. right and then then like the in-person manipulation often starts and at that point a lot of times there's a lot of false information given about you know you know just bogus junk science in terms of you know studies that have been done linking abortion to and like this has happened for years right linking abortion to you know different types of cancer Mm. linking abortion to post-traumatic stress like those sorts of things it's like you they nitpick these sorts of information that they want they they cherry pick and find these things that they can use to manipulate people where the scientific research 
again, does not support any of those claims, Mm -hmm. even to the point where, you know, a lot of these places and like this to me is the absolute worst thing that they can do. Sammy agrees. Sammy's not a fan. Um, You know, where it's like, oh, well, there is an abortion reversal. Yeah. No, that's not, that's not a thing. And that is just an extra way to prey on someone who is very clearly in, you know, an emotionally trying situation. Um, Like there are just so many, so many ways that it is just deceptive Mm -hmm. and, I think, I mean, manipulative doesn't even seem like the right word. It doesn't seem big enough, right. but, but you know, it's, it's what we have and it's just really problematic. And they're also not willing to, you know, that's, this is always the problem. They're also not willing to say, okay, so here are your birth control options. If you're trying to avoid unwanted pregnancy, right. Too. You know, it's it it always ends up being like, oh yeah, so we don't want to promote using birth control or any sort of sex education, mm-hmm. but we also don't want unwanted pregnancies. So, gosh, what are we gonna do? And it's like, no, those are the things right. that like that that can help with that. So it's just it's just super problematic on so many levels. Yeah. To to um uh jump on what you had said, I didn't want to cut you off because you were killing it there. Um, but to to I jump at what you said um the some of the outright lies that um these facilities tell is that um having an abortion comes with an increased risk of bre- uh, increased risk of breast cancer which is not factual um nope. they say things um uh, they say things such as you may no longer be able to get pregnant after um, having an abortion, which is also not factual. Thousand percent not true. Um, they like they tell all sorts of different. They they say that the, it, it causes mental health risk and increases in suicidal ideation, which also is not true. And and I'm I'm pulling these from um just so we're clear. And I'm gonna throw this link in the uh, in the comments of the video. Um, uh. Rawl Pro, uh, Pro Trace America did like a, a a report on these back in 2015, um, and talked about the the specific things that they that 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 these places say and do to um, essentially trick trick people. Like like let's be clear, they're just tricking people. They're not like doing. They're not providing any sort of service besides uh, tricked you into doing the thing I wanted you to do. Um, they. Another thing they do is um, stall and delay, saying that, oh, well, certain places will allow you, and this is a just a straight-up lie, will, like, allow you to have an abortion um, up until the, uh, until the, the date of, the date, the due date, which... That's not factual. And when the right, when the right wing says that the left is doing that, it's just not true. Um, it's, it's actively, uh, false. Uh, so like, like these are the kinds of like, uh, tactics that, that these organizations use, um, to try to continue their, I guess their agenda, which is make sure that no one has an abortion while also not doing anything, as you said, um, regarding birth control or you know, like like to try to, you know, help someone not have an unwanted pregnancy. The best way to yeah, prevent we're an ab- not, We're also not willing to help people in 
but in a situation of financial hardship once they've had a right. child. Right. So it goes like it's just we're just very pro birth. Um, we're not pro education. We're not pro health care. It's just pro birth. And then you're on your own. So good luck. Right. You know. And and it's it's one of those where it's like I, I don't understand like and, and this is something that I don't think either of us are gonna be able to have, get, like have an answer to, but like I don't understand what the what the the end goal is besides, you know, continuing to like like there's no good reason to not help someone uh exercise all of their options. Like the best way to prevent a pregnancy or an unwanted pregnancy is to equip someone with all of the knowledge that they need about contraception. Like that's the best way to do it. <laughs> like there's no better way to uh, like, not become pregnant than no, not how not to come become pregnant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, you would, you would think, but actually terrain um, abstinence only sex education is usually the way that we go. And I think we all know, cause we've all been, you know, alive for a while. That works fine. We're fucking killing it. No one's going to go out and just have sex until they're ready to be a parent, if they mm -hmm. want to be a parent at all. Um, so, and, you know, I'm not sure why it doesn't work, but, you know, we found out that it, like, super doesn't. You know what? I don't get it. <laughs> Weird. Weird. Um, you know, and the other thing is, like, a, a lot of what you mentioned in terms of, like, some of the mental health, you know, effects that a lot of these these places say exist because of, you know, having an abortion, the opposite is often true, where it's like, what they're not talking about are the mental health effects and the physical effects of having, of carrying a pregnancy to term, and then having a child when you are not mentally or physically prepared for it or financially the financially like the financial aspect that you know we were just mentioning like but just the mental and physical like are you able and ready to do this like that is huge and you know that just it's it's just a cycle you know of you know you bring you bring you know all of these children into situations that are already problematic and wonder why the cycle repeats because mm -hmm. we're not dealing with the financial issues we're not dealing with the mental health issues we're not dealing with the physical issues in the sense that most people don't have access to the, the health care that they need right so you know that's the the really insidious thing about all of the things that they claim abortion causes it's actually usually the the opposite you know the health risks you know mentally and physically and then the financial risks those exist when you're forced to carry a pregnancy to term when you don't want to right you're not ready to like that's the other thing yeah that's that's just that's just factual you know like they're like Unfortunately, not everyone is ready to be a parent when they become pregnant. That is just true. And the idea that we are forcing them to and saying, good luck with it, see you later, is outright criminal. <laughs> like, uh, and, and unfortunately, a lot of the tactics that these people use 
are not deemed criminal partially because they're not mental health facilities. I'm sorry, they're not they're not um 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 healthcare facilities. My apologies. Uh, they're like, also not mental health facilities. So facts. That's also important. Yeah, that's also, yeah. They will try to do counseling as though they are. Mm -hmm. So it's another way that it's deceitful. Right, and it's it's just it puts it's 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 not good it's very 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 no bad. we're not we're not fans no and uh, the other thing is like and i just like want to touch on this because you mentioned it you know the just really terrible talking points that the right has come up with about late-term abortion like when i was like just starting out like with Planned Parenthood and stuff, it was like partial birth abortion. And, mm -hmm. you know, then it's, you know, late term abortion is the, is the buzzword. Now those procedures do happen. Those procedures do exist. They're not things that happen in the context that they're talking about though. The procedures happen when there is usually a, terrible terrible reason that a pregnancy has to be terminated that late right whether it's a you know a health risk to um to the mother or that the fetus will not be viable mm -hmm. outside of the womb any of those things like those are heartbreaking situations for people and to you know to use those and exploit those situations for political gain and for like an agenda is just so disgusting, like yeah. so disgusting because those are the situations, right? Where it is often a wanted pregnancy. Yes. And a lot of the time it's someone who maybe has struggled with fertility and we haven't even gotten into the areas where there's so many gray areas on that um, where it's like, they don't really quite follow the through line all the way there, you know, in terms of, you know, the fertility struggles and, and all of those things. It's just, you're exploiting again, people's situations where this was a wanted pregnancy and it has to be terminated for mm -hmm. some reason, which is like one of the worst decisions that you ever have to make in yeah. your life. And then you're being used as a pawn in that political game. And it's just so, so disgusting. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to follow that up. I'm going to move on to the next, but, but that's, you're absolutely right. That's, I can't sure. follow that. That's it's, it's absolutely terrible. It's absolutely heartbreaking, horrendous and terrible. And um, yeah. So let's talk a little bit about why um, taxpayer funds go to these places. Hmm. Um, it is taxpayer funded in, a lot of states in in the union um in fact one of them is the lovely state of uh pennsylvania in fact in a lot of these and i assume that um it's because it's easier to operate these uh facilities because they have a lot less regulation than actual um healthcare um facilities uh in a lot of these states and sorry in a lot of states you'll see that there are um a whole lot more of these facilities than there are of actual clinics for reproductive care. Um, and you know, the funny thing about that, like not really funny, I was being sarcastic, yep. but the thing about it is it's cheaper to run one, right? Like, so that's the other piece of it. Mm -hmm. That's like, that's also like 
really shitty yeah is that it's cheaper to run one do you want to know why because it's not a real healthcare facility <laughs> they don't need like and yeah. some of them do have like the capability to do ultrasounds and things mm-hmm. like that but like a lot of them don't mm-hmm. and so when when you have something that you really just need office space for and a couple exam tables you don't need the actual healthcare equipment and personnel yeah you know what that's super cheap to run yeah anyway yeah. just wanted to insert that fact while we're talking about funding no you're absolutely right uh, and and like one of the one of the things that i found and it's also in this report um so uh a lot of the states like directly fund um directly fund these i believe at the time that this was done it was 11 states um uh, again pennsylvania one of them um one state specifically south dakota um has a law on on like in their uh <laughs> that has a law on their books that that states um, if you are seeking an abortion in South Carolina, sorry, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, South Dakota. I, I think I said South Carolina the first yeah, time. It's South sorry, Dakota. South Carolina. We're just, we're just kidding. <laughs> My bad, South Carolina. Though, let's be clear. Probably not great there either. But <laughs> you guys got some. You guys got some fucking work to do. Why'd you send Lindsey Graham back to me? Really? I have to deal with Lindsey Graham again? <laughs> right. <laughs> um. Don't do that. Yeah. South Dakota. Um has a law that luckily according to um the according to the report is unenforceable um requires women seeking abortions to first have a visit with a cpc um and that's similar to you know uh there are numerous states that we had previously um including i believe uh virginia back when bob mcdonald was the governor that forced women to have vaginal ultrasounds before um having uh before being able to obtain an abortion i i I don't want to i don't want to get this wrong but i think john Kasich was also another one of those people which is so weird because some people want to put him in the cabinet um but (laughs) uh yeah has been one of the leading anti-choice um public officials so i'm not gonna fact check on specific policies but i would be willing to guess as someone who just does any kind of work in this field that whatever terrible anti-choice thing is happening john Kasich is supporting it john Kasich had a hand in it is supporting it likes it is completely cool with it and thinks that a biden administration should take it on as a sign of uh, camaraderie and reaching across the aisle. Uh, no. A whole other episode at some point just about what our thoughts are on that. Or maybe we just need to talk on Zoom off <laughs> any public platform so that I can say all the things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I, I have a lot of, a whole, a whole lot of thoughts about, yep, I'm going to keep moving. Yep. Um, yep. but yeah, like that, that, that to me is, is wild. What do you, what do you think? needs to be done to bring this into light so that we have um maybe you know the ability to elect legislatures that will do something to change this oh well the ability to elect legislatures that is a sore subject right now here in pennsylvania um, yeah. pennsylvania which went blue sort of we did. like <laughs> Not enough. Not enough. Republican legislature. Yeah. Real bad. Real, Mm. real bad. Yep. And, you know, thank God 
for Governor Wolf. Like that is why. Cheers to these, Governor Wolf. These <laughs> ridiculous bans and ridiculous, uh, you know, just bullshit procedures don't have to happen in Pennsylvania is because Governor Wolf will veto them and they know that. Mm-hmm. But there still are, like it is still extremely difficult to even have access to these services so Mm -hmm. i think one of the big things that needs to be done is just like that sort of public awareness of the fact that these places exist and you know they can exist whatever but public awareness about what they really are is so important and that's always the thing that's kind of lacking because Mm -hmm. it's just it's a messy topic, right? People don't want to talk about it. People don't want to get into the weeds of it and start, you know, it's, you know, the culture wars. It's like, mm-hmm. no, these are people's lives. Right. Like you're, these affect people's lives. And so many, so many people just need to know who they can trust as a healthcare provider. Right. Which is already hard enough to do among like legitimate healthcare providers, because spoiler alert, healthcare system also not great. But I know, yeah, thumbs down, exactly. Mm-hmm. But at least knowing where you can go to speak to an OBGYN or a nurse practitioner or any kind of medical professional that works in the reproductive health field. Like that's the first step and knowing where you shouldn't go because these sorts of clinics, which is not really the right term either, um, you know, don't provide that information. So I think really just making sure, especially in an economically depressed area, like the one that we live in, you mentioned Schuylkill County too, like that's what up, Pottsville. That's right. These places thrive where there is economic insecurity. And that's just like, that's just a killer because it, you, you take people who are already often in an economically problematic situation and force them or manipulate them into doing something that's going to make their economic situation worse. And then, you know, again, because we don't, we don't help with childcare. We don't help with, you know, early education. We don't help with education beyond that either. So it's like, okay, have this kid. Good luck. Yep. You know, and that's and that's the thing. And then wonder why, you know, wonder why so many people live below the poverty line. Yeah. And this is something that like there's always like a potential like we always talk about potential um conflict between the uh, you know urban areas and rural areas this is something that both like these areas have in common right where though i think in ur- i think in urban areas they have wait, 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 let me before you disagree with me let me say the phone. i'm not going to disagree with you but Mm-hmm. There's a piece missing to what you said. Yeah. Well, what I, I want to like so so though um though urban areas likely have more um more actual um care centers around them that can actually do you know healthcare you 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 do have the the 
these are relatively unknown. They fly like these places, these CPCs fly under the radar. So it's hard to actually know whether you are um, going to have access to the actual care that you're looking for. And I think both in, in rural areas as well as in urban areas, without the knowledge of these uh, from jump, without the knowledge of what these are from the top, you will be seeking out care that you may not find because you are more likely to find one of these CPCs than an actual healthcare facility. Yeah, and, and what I would say is like, here's where it's actually way worse in rural areas because the, the gap usually between any sort of reproductive health facility, legitimate healthcare facility um, that isn't part of a larger healthcare network. So I'm saying like Geisinger, UPMC, like, so if you're not covered under any of those things and you need independent healthcare, it's a lot more difficult, you know, like if, if so if you're in Bloomsburg, you're traveling, if in, unless you can go to one of the Geisinger hospitals to the Berwick hospital to any of those places that are close to us. If you need reproductive health care, you have to travel to Lewisburg or Wilkes-Barre. So you're traveling 45 minutes either way, if you have a means of getting there, right? right? That's the other thing. Um, and like that is honestly, sadly, the name of the game in so many rural regions you know it's the case all through pennsylvania it's the case in lots of these other states where yes the actual legitimate reproductive health care facilities do exist but if they're two hours away you can't get there yeah. like I mean, even if you can like it presents another series of problems right so when these places pop up and they seem like a good option then it's like, oh, there is a place that you can go. And it's mm -hmm. like, yeah, but then they're going to only say, well, this is your option. Right. They are not going to give you all of your options. Exactly. And they're not going to tell you that they're not giving you all of your options. Right. And they're not going to tell you how you can get them. Mm -hmm. And that's the part that is like, just, I mean, in my mind, just like totally evil about it. Yeah. Um, you know, because if you go to a legitimate reproductive healthcare facility, say like, and I'll just use the example of the family health clinic that closed in Bloomsburg two years ago, they did not provide abortion services. You know, it's just a very small clinic, provided birth control, provided lots of other things, didn't provide abortion services. But if someone came in and that was the decision that they made, help you find where you need to go, like help you figure out like how much, you know, how much is it going to cost? Like, what do I, like, what's my time frame to do that? Right. Like a legitimate healthcare facility will help you find the resources if they don't provide all of those services. Right. These places, nope, this is your choice. This and is that's your choice. It. We don't other know where you can get any other thing. You're just yeah, doing this. And yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's I I think that's I think that's exactly right. I think that 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 is a, that is definitely very true. That like um in rural areas, that's why I was like in, in urban areas, they 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 do tend to have like legitimate um legitimate facilities near like not yeah, nearby, but, but like a there, lot more, a lot more access. You yep. yeah, you still have to you know you still have to find you know arrange travel to to get there, and you still have to uh, you know financially figure out how you're gonna. There's still there's still that burden. There's always that burden. Um, but but yes, in in rural areas, it's definitely hard to like you you you're, you might be traveling like you know hours. Like there, I know that they because of because of you know those those trap laws um, that would close down facilities. Uh, you know, you're looking at some places in like in in like southern states where you're driving uh, an incredibly long distance to find to find a facility if your state has a facility anymore. Yeah. Or you have to go to another state and yep. then there's another series of difficulties with that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's just like, again, it's provide people again, provide people with the education and the access to both the healthcare that they need, but also if you want to stop unwanted pregnancies, sex education and access to contraception, yeah. that's the way to go but we don't focus on that these are always the same people who are pushing you know oh well abstinence only and you know that sort of thing so it just it's just a vicious cycle yeah no i, I think i think that's right i think that's probably we're going to end the specific talk about this but um you know like the the <laughs> to claim that you are trying to you know you know stop abortion but not actually do the like first steps to stop abortion which means stopping unwanted pregnancies like then you're not doing that then you're just tricking uh folks into giving birth when they're maybe not prepared or ready or what have you you're you're just an insidious or like, just don't want to don't want to because yeah. that's also okay yeah and i think you know you asked you, like, the best parent do. is a parent who wants to be a parent <laughs> go figure when you want to do something, you're better at it, right? Yeah. But like when you, you know, you said like, what can we do? I think one of the answers to that question is always like, talk to your representatives. And anytime someone's running for office, like, okay, what, what should the policies be about sex education in schools? Like, that's a thing, like ask your school boards, mm -hmm. ask your you know, local representatives, because they're the ones that often have a say yeah. and then bring up the fact that like, Hey, so we don't have access to reproductive health care that we need. Like this affects the whole community. Like always be willing to ask people who are either in office or who are running for office, those questions, mm -hmm. because if they don't have an answer and if they aren't willing to get an answer on it, they should not be serving their constituents that is that is absolutely i 100 agree I, I think that i think that talking to um those who are looking to represent you um if this is an issue that you find um that is of importance uh you need to make sure you square this away this needs to this needs to be um something that you know what your representative thinks about it um you know uh what your representative uh is going to potentially do about it because right. 
this is something that like these these places are are insidious like like heinous uh, horror film show like they're, they're bad they're they're haunted houses they're they're the they're the they're like a they're as helpful in a in a in a medical like in a in a healthcare situation as a fucking vape shop like that's they're not good they're not helpful in the slightest bit and it's it's it needs to be called out it needs to be dealt with and people need to know about it so that when they eventually need this care because sometimes you need care regardless of regardless of if it is uh, contraceptives uh, regardless of if it's you know like you know like the the pre stuff the the birth control pain uh, you know that that kind of like that kind of sex education so to know um you know like if the, like some of these places will tell you that condoms don't work <laughs> like that's wild right that's not okay so like the other thing is and this is something that didn't come up and i don't want to take us too far off oh no if it if it sparks a, a talk we'll keep talking i have no problem with no, that. but like if you do like so say you go to one of these places right and then you are carrying the pregnancy to term if you have a legitimate health problem during your pregnancy guess what they won't tell you they can't help you because they're not doctors right. and they're not nurse practitioners and they're not equipped to do those things. So all of the things that you need to have that relationship built on trust that you need to have with your healthcare provider cannot exist when it's not a healthcare provider, like yeah. go figure. Right. But like, that's such an important thing because there are a lot of complications that can come up during mm -hmm. pregnancy. And most of them, you know, in a lot of situations they can be dealt with if you get to, you know, a healthcare facility in a timely manner and can deal with them. But when, when you have places like this that are, you know, marketing themselves as one of those options, they're not going to be able to help you when you have a legitimate yeah. concern. Yeah. That's that's just true. They're like the their advice is as good as have you tried unplugging it and plugging it back in? It's it's the same. It's it's just the same. It, it has zero like zero medical basis and just isn't helpful in this situation. Um, yeah, no, these are these are heinous places. And and I really hope that if anything, people just look more into them. Because, yeah. because they're not like, this isn't a common, like, you know, like we know about this, right? It's not the Illuminati, like, right? We all know about them. They're real and they're definitely running the whole world, right? We know about them. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's not like how the election is rigged. We all know it. It's rigged. We know it. Gritty was stuffing ballots in Philly. <laughs> Eight million, eighty, eight hundred million people. However many, what was it? What was it? Eighty million people voted for Joe Biden. Can't vote for someone who didn't do a really terrible job running the country for the last four years. Like that doesn't sound like a possibility. It doesn't sound right to me. Uh, yeah. No. So like we know those things, right? We know those things are true. <laughs> But we don't know, <laughs> but we don't like these, this isn't one of those like common knowledge things. And I, I really hope that like people will take some time and like look into some of the, the, the more heinous uh, tactics of, of these kinds of groups and, and, you know, hold their, uh, hold their elected officials accountable about them because that's super important. I agree. So just, just to 
just for fun. Yeah. I have my iPad sitting here. Uh, typed in, just went to Google, because it used to be this way, like, when phone books were still a thing. Uh-huh. Um, like, if you looked up abortion okay. um, in the yellow pages, your loving choices was one of the options. Jesus. Same deal. If you go on Google and type in abortion Bloomsburg, first thing that pops up, your loving choices. So that's that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's really problematic. Geisinger's women's health came up second. Like, yeah. like in the, like your loving choice. In fact, your loving choices. If I go down like past, like just like the actual facilities that it gives me, um, the, the first two are your loving choices. It's your loving choices. And then the, the about us section of their, this is fool. Wow. All right. Yeah. Yep. So, well, if you're not mad, you should be, um, <laughs> I, is there anything going on for you that you wanted to talk about? I mean, the, the, we, you know, we're done this election campaign, but there's still a whole bunch more work to be done at some point. Or you, are you now just like in a, like a, I'm just chilling. I'm not just chilling. I wish I could just chill, but things are terrible. So, (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Like, I don't know if you've heard, but things are still awful. What do you um, mean? No, 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 no. You don't understand. Joe Biden got elected. Uh, all I'm of thinking. the COVID stopped. It just stopped. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. I've I'm been I've been licking my next door neighbor's eyeballs for the past like. <laughs> oh my god! Listen, that belongs in a horror movie. Like that. Don't do that. Like even if there's no COVID. Like, Wait, you what? You shouldn't be doing that. I gotta, no one ever tell you that you can't do that? I got some apologies to make then. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah but like maybe not in person. Just send a note because you probably don't want to go over there. But <laughs> Right, because COVID's not over in that joke. Okay. Because okay. COVID, yeah, like it, it is a real thing. And also <laughs> don't look people's eyeballs, which I would have told you Whatever. A year ago, if I we had known that that's it. what you were up to, we get it. But You're afraid of licking people's eyes. You look. I'm not gonna live in fear like you, Jess. I'm not gonna live in fear. Okay. If you're if you're for afraid and you're like you want to live in fear, that's fine. I'll lick whoever's eyeballs I fucking want to because I'm an American. It's important. Like consent is always a critical thing. Oh, so you want you want to be asking before you. <laughs> before you do that i don't want to i'm not going to kink shame anyone (laughs) make sure that that's okay with other person (laughs) this joke broke down because that's right (laughs) like like oh man it's less funny when you think about it that way (laughs) i know but hey let's talk about how pro-life the newest supreme court justice is let me tell you something. If I'm you're, a fan. I gotta say, she's turned me right around. If you thought I wasn't gonna be a fan, and now I'm a fan. If your judicial, uh, if if your um um decision on the Supreme Court, uh, which is essentially saying, "Whoa, let all these people get in one room together," <laughs> if if that prompts, like like like. If you do it because on on the basis of religious freedom and then the Pope comes out like less than 12 hours later with a with a an op ed that's like, hang on, what (laughs) What are you doing? Like, don't no, you're not doing well. 
so and the thing is like and this is what Stephen Crowder called the Pope a communist are you serious yeah oh there is a the exact tweet is this Pope is a communist I love it but you know the thing about it is and like I you know I'm not I'm not a religious person like I can't speak to it on the personal level but from friends of mine who are and family members who have tried to find ways to practice their faith without being able to go, you know, go to church. The really great thing is, and like the congregations that I just really do look to as leaders have found ways to do it, right? Have found ways to communicate with their congregation and to find innovative ways to make sure that they can communicate with people um, throughout this whole pandemic. And so the fact that a church, and I'm not saying it's about getting collection money, I would never say that. You didn't hear me say it, right? I did not say that. I didn't hear you say it. Right. It is the right. If if you have to gather in a certain place at a certain time, I just feel like I'm not sure what the motivation is. If you're supposed to be taking care of the sick and all of those other things that most religions would tell you that you should do. Yeah. So hmm. Yeah. It it's, just makes me wonder. It, it's it's so <laughs> And again, and like you, I am not a religious person, um, much to the dismay of my mother. Uh, and I like the, 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 like the problem is the main tenant, you know, the main tenant of your, of your belief system should be to help those who need help. Right. It should be like the, the meek shall inherit the earth. Right. Like we need to care of others. Yeah. Uh, I am my brother's keeper. We care about each other. I'm, I'm throwing out Bible things so I can get some clout. So when I say this thing that is going to make people mad there, they got me, but like, um, like, like, where do you, like, how do you do it? And, and how do you read these words? How do you read these texts? And and also have the attitude of, but if I don't get to eat in restaurant at this Ruby Tuesdays, I'm gonna shoot someone. <laughs> like how is how is how do you square those two? Right? Like how is it that like when 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 science says like hey like don't masks masks kind of help masks help you help they they help others they 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 help others live right all you have to do is put a piece of cloth over your face and help your neighbor help yeah. your like your 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 brethren that that it's just somehow we we're just against it to the point where like you have like those like fake preachers like Richard Copeland, I believe his name is, who's like, no, 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 no. We're all going to gather in. We're all going to gather in house and I'm going to do a mass spectacle of blowing away COVID-19 and that'll fix it instead of masks. <laughs> like it's, it's wild. Everyone you checks their watch and looks to see like, when are we going to find out about the COVID spike from that thing and how many people will die because of that thing mm -hmm. that right like so many of these you know 
spikes in areas have been because of these sorts of, you know, nonsensical, you know, what are they even trying to say? They're experiments or whatever, but like <laughs> the things that you're not supposed to do are bunch a bunch of people together as much as possible. Um, shake their hands, which is like another church thing. That's always like, there's like a hand shaking thing a lot. And then I'll trust you. Like, and then there's the singing and like, listen, I, I love to, belt like don't get me wrong but when you do that all your germs are going to the next Mm -hmm. person so like do that shit from your house like come on you know but i would think that the i would think that a, a group that would most want to help protect the lives of people during the time of covid are religious people Right. I would think that like because and I and I don't think this. Right. Let me let me be very, very clear. I don't think this. But sometimes religious people think that they have a moral code because of their religion. And we don't have a moral code because of our lack of religion. Right. So. So fine. I'm a godless heathen. Fair. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, Probably new middle new quoted name on Twitter. But like one of the things like. I feel like everyone should be able to say, you know, I don't want to be the cause of harm to someone else. I want to make sure that I do everything that I absolutely can to keep other people alive. And and, and if that means, you know, finding a different way to serve my God on a Sunday whether it be going to Zoom church, which I am now offering, uh, whether it be uh, <laughs> that face. What time and send me the link because I will come to that. <laughs> I think you're just gonna recite West Wing religious references. I'm just gonna. Happen? I'm just gonna read the. Uh, the uh, exchange he had with that right wing, with that right wing TV. I'm so here for it. Please do this. Please do this. But like, but, but truly I do think that like there are other ways, like if, if you're. Is there a sign up? Because I want to. How much money do I have to give you? Is it a thousand dollars? I feel like it's minimum a thousand dollars. But, but truly, (laughs) truly. I do think that like you, there are like, if you can find ways to serve your God, right? You can find safe ways to serve your God. And I would imagine that your God very much would like for you not to kill other people based on one of those big old rules that he put out there. Yeah. And like, wouldn't you think that if there is a benevolent God, would also not want you to put yourself in danger like because clearly protecting other people does not sell that well yes for a lot of us. yeah i don't know if you've been paying attention in the last couple months but that doesn't that doesn't get you there mm-hmm. but also like protect yourself and and again like this is what's frustrating because like i do know that there are a lot of congregations who are doing the responsible thing and who have found ways to like, I know a a friend of mine, like their church, they do like a drive-in type thing. You know what I mean? And like they do that. So like, 
they are kind of gathered, right? And so if you need that sense of community, they do that, but then they can listen to the sermon in their cars. Like, you know what I mean? And like finding ways to do that and like focusing on what's important, which is, you know, the message of your church and helping the other members of your congregation stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Like those are the things that should be important. And there are a lot of churches who are doing that. And then when you see these who are like just cl- so clearly disregarding the health and safety of their parishioners is it's just, it's yeah. just gross. It makes you question how much they truly care about, about, you know, their parents, right? Like mm-hmm. it, it makes you question whether or not they truly do love and care for um, their, their church community. And it, it's, it's wild. It's a, it's, 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 it's wild. And I, I, Oof, man. But yeah. So yeah, anyway, you can come to uh, Father Myrick's church. <laughs> He'll, uh... Time, and is there already a Zoom link? Do I have to give you the $1,000 to get the Zoom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. So yeah, you... Uh, look, I'm not... It's not a 1000 I'm not like... Oh. Okay. The the church just the church just needs to pay for this Zoom subscription. So you know, it's just like fi- a fiver, a fiver, and then and then you you show up on Sunday at eleven a.m. and because I gotta get done before football starts. <laughs> and, and I, you know, and you know the the I don't know. I honestly, that's like the extent of where I am with church. I don't know what happens after that. <laughs> I've been to some, but the ones I've been to are different than like what. What's that? You can sing. Yeah. You know, so like you'd be good at that. Okay. Um, All right. So we'll sing. We'll sing hymnals, but the hymnals will be mostly taking back Sunday songs from the "Where You Want to Be" album. (laughs) Listen. Taking back Sunday. Yes. How the fuck didn't I think of that? We're ending it there. <laughs> We're going to call it. That was just too good. Uh, Jess Britton, thank you so much for, for joining us on this inaugural thank live you. episode. This was so fun. I, I am truly uh, thankful for you joining me. This was super great. Um, uh, If you watch the episode live, thank you. If not, um, I hope you watch it later. And if you didn't watch it like live, you know, do me a favor and share it so that like I'll feel less bad that you didn't watch it live. It'll be like, Oh, well they didn't watch it, but they shared it. Like seriously share it. If you don't fucking share this episode, I swear to God. Share it. Okay. I swear to God. It's going to be really awkward when you show up for church on Sunday (laughs) and you know, did you, did you watch and share the episode? Look at that. Father Myricks has a fucking attitude today. He seems real pissed. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me. This was fantastic. Um, I feel really special that I was the inaugural uh, live Facebook live episode guest. Well, I, like, I, really it, it is, I, I had to have you for the first one for the sheer fact that one, you are absolutely fantastic. You're always great on these. Like uh, a lot of people are like, Hey, she should host and you should get the fuck out of here. And I'm like, Hey, <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like hey that hurts my feelings don't say that um but like me. <laughs> but like you are you are always so you are always so knowledgeable you're always so uh poised and it is it is 
always fun to like get into the way we act, which tends to some sometime at one point devolve into us just being sarcastic for like, <laughs> and it's great. So, I mean, that is really what I excel at is politics and sarcasm. Mm -hmm. Like those are my, my like highest rated, uh, special, like special skills, mm -hmm. you know? So it's great when you can combine them before we go. Um, and I, I literally just threw this out here cause I'm trying to like humble brag about something, but before okay. we go, what is something that's happened to you in uh, your, I'm going to give you, I'm going to open this up to your entire life. I don't care what it's going to be a lot of pressure. What is something that has happened to you that you were proud about that maybe wasn't super significant, but still made you proud? Oh, Oh, I don't know. Oh gosh. You really put me on the spot. I did. I did. And it's cause I have one that like, I want to brag about real quick. <laughs> As like a real quick like brag and exit. So I just want like if you have one, like what is something even if it's something that like you should be proud about, right? Like I, I'll I'll open it up. What's something that you've done that like you are super proud about that like, you know that that made you proud. Made you proud of yourself. I'm gonna end all of these with you know what, let me just before, while you think, I'll I'll, I'll while you think. Just think so you I know but, and it kind of fits with what we're talking about. So anyway, but I think I've got it. Uh, all of these, everyone who comes on, uh, by the way, if you <laughs> come on without watching this one, woo, I'm going to get you. But uh, everyone who comes on, we're going to end this with, what are you proud of? What are you, what's something that you're proud of that you've done? Um, whether it's something that you should be proud about or you're like, maybe it's not that proud of a moment, but you're still proud of it because like, we're going to, we're going to go with that. So let's do that. So, so Jess, what are you proud of? Um, so yeah, it does kind of fit with, uh, the topics that we discussed and like my, my background and stuff, but, uh, I had, I had done some work, uh, I don't know, a thousand years ago, maybe last fall. I think it was in real, in reality, it was last fall. Um, <laughs> when, uh, like after, I don't remember when it was, but, um, and I had met a few people from, um, the Keystone chapter, uh, well, Keystone organization for Planned Parenthood, which covers like this half of the state. Yeah. Um, and then like six months later and I, you know, met people and, and, you know, did, did some work in the fall. And then like six months later, randomly got a message from one of the executives there saying, Hey, like, I remember you. And I was really remember being really impressed with the work that you were doing. And we'd like to talk to you about like, you know, possibly maybe serving on our board of directors or possibly doing, you know, some, some further work together. And like, that was like a totally unsolicited yeah. thing on my part. And I just like randomly got that message one day and I was like, you know, right. That's cool That's as hell. Them. yeah and like and it was just like one of those things that it's like okay doing this work and doing it at like a fairly high level mm -hmm. does pay off and does help and like that's the thing because when i can do that i can hopefully bring other opportunities to this area 
where they don't exist. So that was something that I was really fucking proud of. That's something that you're really proud of and that you should be really proud of. So, so that one's good. Mine, (laughs) mine, now that you, I really wish you wouldn't have thought of, I really wish you wouldn't have thought of that one. That one's a really good one. Did you come up with the worst one? No, 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 no. It's already been done. (laughs) So (laughs) I've, uh, I've dug myself into a hole here. Um, I wanted to do this because you're on, so I knew you'd appreciate it. And I think I already told you about it, but what? Uh, is it going to be about Marianne Williamson? No, it's not about Marianne Williamson, if only. Um, <laughs> but just, just, Marianne, just mail me a goddamn crystal. Hit us up. Hit us up. <laughs> we are fans. Like, and I think that that gets lost in the mockery, but we are genuinely Marianne Williamson fans. I, I I am so interested in how there was one movie, I believe that, I can't remember what the movie was. Love and Basketball, maybe? I can't remember what the movie was. Oh, no, it was a bunch of different movies that would, like, quote. We're really trying to figure out what Love and Basketball has to do with Marianne Williamson, but continue. <laughs> but they would, like, do a quote. It wasn't Love and Basketball. It couldn't have been. But they would do a quote and say it was from, like, Nelson Mandela, but it was huh. from Marianne Williamson. And they did it multiple times. I'll have to find this and send this to you. I'm not kidding. It is fucking wild. I can't believe it. You're here for it. But anyway, um... And I can't find it right now. I'm literally looking for it so I can see exactly what it says. But um, one thing that I am proud of that um, I have no reason to be proud of because it was just such a dumb thing. But I got John Lovett to tweet at me. <laughs> I got I'm John. So jealous, though. I got John Lovett of um, uh, former Obama speechwriter um, and host of uh, Pots of America and Love It or Leave It to tweet at me. And and the thing that makes me the most proud is it, that in itself is an achievement that I will cherish forever. But the thing that made me the most proud was he tweeted at me like when I like I saw I looked and it was around like nine like nine oh three ish a.m. And I'm like, oh my god, it's six a.m. his time. What is he doing right now? <laughs> it was it was so amazing. Very very real Twitter envy about your your love it tweet back. Like that's real. Like I, I don't have that in my life, and I'm very sad about it. But see, that's why like the thing you gave is like, oh, that's a real good accomplishment. <laughs> And mine is like some bullshit where I got him to no, tweet back I'm at me kidding. regarding Hulk, the Hulk eating eggs. <laughs> All right. We're going to call it there. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, I will see you next week. We have a live episode scheduled for next Friday at eight. Um, hopefully all goes well and we'll be doing that. Uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching. We will see you next week and cheers.